One, two, three. What it do, y'all? Welcome to the Rage Club. I'm your host, Real Hotamio, and today I'm here with my friend Edson. What's going on? Um, today we are going to talk about. Um, our, actually, we're going to be learning a little bit about Edson. Um, talking a little bit about the NBA briefly, because Edson doesn't really watch the NBA. He's more about <laughs> soccer. We'll talk about soccer too. Um, since knowledge is power, we're going to go with the fact of the day. And on this day in 1911, um, Mona Lisa's painting was stolen from the Louvre Museum. I think that's Louvre. 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 Something like that. Something like that. It's all right, though. It's all right. All right. <laughs> so, me and Edson. Hold on, hold on. Can you imagine, like, Germans just being like... Trying to find that place, you know, and just <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being stupid. Can you imagine though? They're just trying to find that place and they can't even pronounce it. For real. For real. All right. So me and Edson currently go to Texas A&M. Um, I think Edson's going for civil engineering, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's going for civil engineering. Um, I'm going for ag business. Um, I think I have a year and a half left, and Edson has like what? Uh, two and a half years. I got about two and a half. Two and a half? I'd say about like four or five semesters is really what I got. Not bad. Okay. Okay. We're grinding. Grinding it now. Almost done. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Edson, uh, I met Edson through football. Um, we played at Bracken Ridge High School together. Um, before that, I didn't know who he was because he grew up in Pleasanton. Yeah. I grew up, uh... Little town, uh, thirty miles south of San Antonio, is a little little town called Pleasanton, and uh, uh, mom's born, raised there. And, uh, grandparents settled down there, and uh, they kind of just made a little, you know, name for themselves, and kind of just, uh, you know, had some property, and then they all grew up there. I grew up there, and uh, went to Brack for high school, and then you know here I am now, A and M, so. Wasn't that wasn't that much of a interesting little town? Got to move out of San, out of uh, Pleasanton, go to San Antonio. I don't know. Okay, I always wanted to ask you, how did you feel with the transition from being like country, small town to, I guess, like a city, and seeing a lot more people. Uh, the funny thing was, the funny thing was, uh, when I was in the. Um, the country, quote unquote country. <laughs> um, I was always called the city boy, which was okay. funny. I grew up with them. I just didn't have their hard accent, and I never. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine because I came over to freaking San Antonio with my hard accent, and but I wasn't into ag. I wasn't into you know raising, raising animals and showing animals. I mean, I wasn't into the boots and the everything like that. I was into freaking you know. Nice little dad shoes and uh, carpenter jeans and <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you could, I mean if you go back, I wore I think I had like the same outfit for about like three to five years, something like that. But I just never I never really fit in with the uh, the country vibe. But um, yeah, um, it's funny enough that I go over to Brack and it's quite the opposite and uh, not. It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I think the only thing was, there's a lot of diversity up in San Antonio compared to where where I was from. So, um, 
it was uh, it was interesting to interact with other other uh, ethnicities. And yeah. Like that. It was it was it was different because it's something that I wasn't used to, and uh, whenever I got to you know hang out with everybody and uh, some people like me, some people not like me, some people way not like me. <laughs> um, it it was a all around great experience to yeah. be able to jump into something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I always I always wanted to be a country person, but I never liked all the country work that I was I guess shown. Like the fact that y'all I mean not y'all but like the way it's presented where you have to go feed the horses, do all this work. I did not like that, but I also I did I I did want to grow up in the country just because it was nice and quiet and mainly just because I wanted to grow up wearing boots and jeans. But it, I guess like I was I was funneled down the path of sneakers and pants and shorts and i don't know it was just a lot of different stuff i i feel like that was a much more simple life where you just throw in a pair of jeans a pair of boots and that's the outfit of the day yeah but um i think living out in uh in a country you know, not even, if you live out in the country you know you're probably more likely part of like the smaller towns maybe but uh everyone knows your shit <laughs> everyone knows your shit and everyone knows who's who you know what grocery stores you go to it, it's 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 really weird they know if you've been in church or not yeah and that's just it's kind of weird why didn't you go to church yesterday Hudson? yes exactly i'm sorry man i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's just it wasn't um it was really weird because everyone just got to know like everything about you it's like oh mijito i saw you from here and i was like i don't know you <laughs> i don't know who you are lady no, i don't know I'm who here. you are i'm your your mom's piano teacher from 1995 and... Tempo, I taught you that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know you. But, yeah, so it's got its pros and cons, but it, um, I don't know, it is quiet life. It's, it's, uh, it's not for everybody, though. Yeah, it's not. It's no. not. I guess there's some people that like the city, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess to transition to, like, a more serious topic, um... The school with schools reopening while COVID is still a thing with no vaccine. Um, how do you feel about that? Or with students um, going uh, online, I guess if they choose the option not to attend school in person. Yeah, I know we talked about it earlier um, when it was just me and you, but I just want to bring it up again so that I guess the people can hear like our opinions and stuff. Yeah, it's it's really tough. It's kind of tough to talk about because it's on the one hand i see like yeah it's probably not the safest option the uh, mm. safest option option is you know going online and, but on the other hand i i mean i see it from my my little small towns over here going back to that um not a lot of these districts and not a lot of these schools are have that capability yeah not a lot of them do i mean they they're offering it but i mean um there, I mean, I hear about cases where um, my daughter, uh, I don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Can you believe that? None yeah. of them, like, a lot of them don't have Wi-Fi. Or some yeah. people don't have Wi-Fi. And it's, how, how are you going to go online? Yeah. Like, you can provide me a laptop all you want, but I don't, I don't got the network. I can't afford the network. I can't. Yes. There's yes. too many, there's too many complications. I think that's what bothers me the most. Like, I don't know if everyone's seen the video on Twitter where that one lady is supporting five kids on one hot 
hotspot. That must be the slowest internet ever. Yeah, no. That would frustrate me to the max. Well, that's like y'all over here. Y'all are four guys in a freaking apartment. Y'all got like three different things on one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, we're blessed enough to all have our own routers to separate the Wi-Fi, which is pretty good, but it bothers me that there's families that are not given enough help and that are, like sometimes they don't even have laptops you know and it's just it, to me i would find it real frustrating if i had to send my kid to school and they didn't have it and i and i mean i get it from a, a economic standpoint where there's like money involved and you got to start i guess rejuvenating the the economy and stuff yeah. but I, I feel like i feel like life is priceless and it it recently started bothering me because a lot of my um, little league coaches have died from it, and it's like, for what? Just so some people can make some money? Nah, I don't. I don't believe that that's the way it should work. Um, yeah. I know there's like foreign countries that they have no cases a day or very minimal. You know what I'm saying? Where they can go back to living normal life, and I feel like if we just ran it like that. Then there would be no pressure to. Yeah, but I mean, we're we're the we're the fun country. <laughs> I we're guess. the we're the we're the entertaining country. We would not be where we are if we were not the most entertaining. The a uh, fear that has come into mind is if. What if I sometimes I think about it like what if we're the generation where we get to see ex- the like experience America collapse and what if we become. The poor country where we have to migrate to um, uh, another another foreign country, like uh, for example, like how people from other countries come over here for opportunities. You, what if you, we're no longer we're, that country anymore, yeah. and we're just a country that's in shambles because of the way everything's handled? I'm we're, not saying it will. We're we're, we're the outsourced country. Yes, we're, yeah, we're the we'll, gonna, we'll have sweatshops here. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's Apple's, kind of Apple's what I'm afraid gonna of. China. <laughs> exactly. We're I feel like. like uh, we're gonna have to switch our whole lives around if this if it continues to go at this rate. I don't I don't think it'll get to that that point at all. I think what's going on right now is that we're um we're just starting to realize that I mean when you know shit is bad, especially especially with the you know the current administration. I don't get I don't like to get you know all political and everything, but like when you know things just have not. Um, been going too well and I think I mean I, um, I think I heard this well I think someone said it and I think they said it well is that um, uh, Trump has I mean I, I don't a lot of people say they hate Trump and I, I don't hate Trump Okay. a lot of people say they hop, hop on the hump Trump haters and you know if you don't yes. if if you don't hate Trump then you suck and you uh you know, keep me out your phone, do you know, yeah. it's like, I just, I don't hate him, because that just, that leaves no room for discussion, no room for talk, but, I mean, I, I don't like, I don't like the way that things have been going, and I think he's allowed a lot of, you know, a lot of things to be, um, a, he's, he's allowed a lot of bad things to just kind of slip through, yeah. and he's a lot, he's condoned, and brought opportunity for bad things to happen and mm-hmm. uh, that's not a that's not a an administration thing that's just a, a cultural thing mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people kind of uh, try to mix mix the the government and the social which you can in which in which, in which is true a lot of government shapes society and society shapes yeah. government but 
like just the way that we act now as human beings ever since you know 2016 yeah i mean I don't, i've seen it it's just it's been horrific and yeah. uh it i don't know it I feel like it's gonna, I, it'll, I, it'll change. I'm like you. Uh, I don't hate him, but I also don't agree with a lot of the statements and things that he's done. Yeah. But I mean, it's also easy. I also see it as it's easy to make those decisions from a third person or a third eye view. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From an outsider's view, because you're like, oh, I would do this, but you, we don't really know the options, and I'm not trying to provide him with an excuse of like his actions or his choices, but yeah, sometimes. Like in this, like we don't know what's going on with the economy. I mean, like with all the decisions, you, we don't know his cards, and we can't see like what he wants to play, or we can't see what choices he really does have. You know what I'm saying? As far yeah. as like legit, realistic choices, but I mean, um, if I mean, I I really do think there's there should be something else implemented. Not, I don't think we should reopen. If anything, I felt that we were we would have been doing fine if we would have quarantined for even longer. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we have to go through it. it it's life, you know what I'm saying? It's not always yeah, gonna go planned. I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing with the reopening, I don't know. It's it it hurts people in different ways. Here in Texas, I'm sorry if you're in Texas, you are not feeling it the same as other places. Like, yeah, there are. We're gonna feel it bad here, and uh-huh. there are people that are feeling it bad. I I know. I know a couple. Feeling real bad, but um, there there are places in that uh, like California. I don't know if you you heard. Oh, with all the fires and stuff like that, or no taxing, man. Oh, I think they're trying to increase to like a fifty four percent tax. They're taking more than half your money, man. I was like, how how does someone live like that? Um, So plus that plus natural disasters, which I mean have their own budget too. For taxes, hey, shout out to all the people out. that do that continue to work in the field. The the fields. Have oh, you seen those videos? Yes, I do. Hardworking people, bro. God, Talking I mean, about, if it wasn't hot, then I'm at, imagine. With the- <laughs> imagine working next to a fire, bro. Breathing in all that smoke and still having to do your job and pick fruit. Nah, they they smoke a lot anyway. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all those people, bro. That's that's they real smoke, hardworking. That's dedication. But, uh, no, yeah, I'm just you know, just jokes and everything but yeah it's it's tough but like they're i mean they're taking about half your money so i think there's like an influx coming over here mm-hmm. to texas i mean there's no state tax here i yeah. don't know if anyone realizes that i mean you ever see those pictures like oh yeah three hundred dollars three hundred thousand dollar house over in texas three hundred thousand dollar oh yeah three thousand dollar hut over in california <laughs> in california it's it's just tough and it's different for different people i feel like a 10 million dollar house is like a hundred million dollar house in yeah. california so as far as like reopening it's just have it's to look that ratio up <laughs> yeah as far as reopening it's just it it's tough there there are ways you can do it but um we live in such a we live in such a political world right now where public health is debatable yeah. and like I think I, I was telling my roommate this shout out my roommate um, cause we're having a nice conversation about this um, living his best life yeah living <laughs> his best life um, he's he's uh, we were talking about it and I was like how can how can uh, 9 out of 10 doctors refer a stupid toothbrush to me but whenever you go on and you hear media and you go into the media you hear f- 50-50 on COVID. Yeah, wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was yeah. like, what do you, what, what, what is it? How can you come to, a, a, like, an overall consensus on a toothbrush? 
I'm but, a firm believer in a mask, though. I'm a firm yeah, believer. Yeah, it, it helps. I know, yes. but, like, how can you... You, you see you see how, I like, this country I, gets I would have to look up, like, why don't they believe it, but... At least, they at have least one with the... They have their sciences. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, but... That's I just I just don't believe you should put other people at risk and if you do then just quarantine yourself, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. That's it's just that simple. I uh if you don't agree with wearing a mask, I'm sorry I don't agree with you. Yeah. Uh just because I have family and I I wouldn't want to see them pass away just like I've seen my coaches pass away. But you see that? But you see but you see what you just said? Like what? I don't agree with you? Yeah. It's the whole like agreeing and not agreeing thing. Yeah. It's like it's like we don't we don't we can't even there's no yes or no if okay. it's like if I asked you go back to the toothbrush if I asked you hey do you think you should brush your you think you should use a toothbrush to brush your teeth is that the best way I'm gonna say of course yeah yes okay <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you see where I'm going like it's just kind of weird and that's what I'm saying we're the fun country we get to entertain everyone else cause it's just everyone else is um, you know doing a lot better and it's just we can't come to a single, you know, conclusion, like a consensus together. Yes. So, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the. I feel like right now the nation's very divided, and especially with, um, especially with all the Black Lives Matters and Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Movement, yeah. It's just. I feel like it's just a chapter in the book where it's just it's a test of. Let's not let's divide the country, but it's just that chapter of division of the country. And I kind of, I kind of, I, I love, I love that there's momentum in the Black Lives Matter movement and it just being more equal rather than racism still existing. I'm not saying there's a vaccine for racism. But I'm saying there can be it, it where it occurs less to a minimal amount. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if someone invented it, I feel like it's always going to exist. But I, I'm not saying I want it to exist, but I'm, I still feel like there's always going to be that 1%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially especially here. Um, you can do it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, in Which America, is the, you be- can the beauty and the ugly truth about America. Yeah. So you can do whatever. You can believe whatever. And so you never... I don't think never gonna get rid of racism but i think as far as culturally and within the society you can ostracize it where it's like it's you know like everyone knows that um i feel like culture is everything culture is everything damn i was about i was gonna try and think of something that everyone doesn't like oh rape no one likes that everyone hates it we as a society look at that obviously we still have rapists yes but Oh yes, yeah. Okay, I see how you're saying it. Because racist, but because everyone's against gonna, it, but there's always that one percent. There's always they're still gonna do it. Yeah, I see that. And I don't know. I'm not gonna put stats on it. Hey, can I turn up this? Yeah, real quick. Like I feel like I'm enabling um, right now. Yeah, that's just how I feel. Um, I don't like racism. I, I I mean I grew up around Mexicans. I grew up around my my African American friends, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I feel like they showed me parts of life that I didn't know. I went to their house and I, I ate foods that I I didn't know, didn't know, listened to music that I didn't understand. But you know what? I loved it because it made my body feel like it wanted to move. So I don't understand why people don't, like, are still um, yeah. 
like putting down minorities and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to the day that minorities come and overpower everything because I feel like they're just gonna show and display the culture that I feel that should should have been shown the entire time. For, like for example, um, when they don't when when you go to school, they don't teach you about all the Mexican things or they don't teach you about all the African American things. The most they get to is the American Indian War and probably the the slave trade and all that stuff. And then what do they go to? They talk about America being a country coming together, the thirteen colonies, and how they fought off the Spanish and stuff like talk that. About how badass we are, a lot. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. They try to like, <laughs> which I mean, it's not. We are a badass country, but we are not without our you know ugly shit too. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. With beauty, I feel like there comes ugliness, always, and they. Always. I feel like they try to hide that way too much. Yeah. And I feel like they don't give give enough credit to the minorities of and how they built this country. I feel like they just um, they just say, "Oh, we did that." No, you didn't. Well, well, definitely they definitely influenced it big time because they're. I mean, without it, I mean, you won't you won't even have what you have right yeah. now. Without it, without a doubt, it's like I I wholeheartedly agree, man. It's um, I think we're starting to see a little shift in it. I mean, um, what's her name? I mean, we're we're starting to see shifts all over. I mean, what's her name is gonna go against the uh, Cornyn? Uh, the senator for Texas. Um, oh, okay. Uh, and MJ Hager. I mean, we're starting to see you know women starting to rise up a little bit. I mean, yeah. we got Kamala. I mean, I love that. I, I love mean, it. we're starting to see a little culture shift, and um, you know, everyone really thought like with Obama, it was gonna be like yes. I feel like that was. I mean, not the first step, but like yeah. the first real noticeable. That that's what everyone clinged to. It was, yes, it's definitely, definitely. Like that's where it cl- everyone clinged to. The real recognizable, like if anyone's gonna recall a shift or uh that first step, I feel like it it's different. that. It was different, and we we love to see the different. And yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> it's the only reason Trump got into office too. I think is because he was different. It was something different. Everyone got eight years of Obama and was like, all right, all right, all right, let's go um, something, let's go something, let's do something, uh, let's do something crazy. Yes, I yes, think like, I heard a let joke. Me run up I, this. Go ahead with the joke. I think I heard this this joke. Uh, fuck. What's it? Um, Joe Rogan. I gotta give credit to Joe Rogan for that one. Uh, the joke was is like, you know, we got eight years of Obama, and it was like. You know, we were with the nice girl. <laughs> and now we got the ugly girl. We got a... We, and now we have... Can't say, I can't say that. What word can I say? What are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, we're with a whore now. Yeah. Is what they're trying... Yeah. No, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was trying to watch my words. But... Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, we got this nice little uh, cute and nice girl. You know, one that makes you sandwiches in the in the morning. And then when now it makes we got you this breakfast in bed. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now and now we're with one that you know just grabs you by your dick in the morning. <laughs> and says, "Wake the fuck up." Talking about yeah, talking about wake up. I guess. I yeah, guess. but it's, and I think for people that kind of don't see an end in it or in to see an end in sight, even depending on who who wins it, I mean. We'll start to see a change, but it's gonna it's gonna be ugly these next four years, um, just because of what's been happening these past six months, past seven months. It's mm-hmm. it, it. I mean, don't don't look don't look to each 
each of these presidents and whether you agree, whether you love them, whether you don't. I mean, to the, everyone out there, everyone listening, I mean, don't don't think that, okay, yes, he's here, Lord and Savior, whichever way you, you believe. Don't. Don't be looking at it like that. Look, as this is a moment of um, progression, slow, steady progression, because we have to we have to keep moving forward. Because yeah, we, we, we dug ourselves a hole. We're in a hole. I feel like we're in a hole right now, but you just got to get through it. Yeah. I feel like we're currently not putting down the shovel, but I mean, twenty twenty has been uh, a ride. And I felt like I felt like it was going pretty good for me, at least, cause I I was getting all A's in my spring semester. Then this COVID stuff happened. Then Kobe died, and it was just like all this stuff just comes onto the world, and all these natural disasters. And I'm just like, can we just get a restart button? Just to, yeah. I don't. I wish. I hope. I hope in 2021 it doesn't get worse. I hope. You. I want to see families happy. I want to see families going out again without a mask. Without. I think I, I, heard, I, I think I heard. I don't, I don't know. I could be wrong. I mean, don't don't butcher for this. But I think I heard that. I mean, um, for probably for the next two years, it's gonna be like this. Like I like I'm not even joking. Like I'm like, <sighs> being for real. Like it it next two years as far as vaccine, just like the whole process of getting things. Like I don't know. I don't know about masks, but as far as detention for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't know how long. Especially in the world that we live in, where everything's so instant. I mean, yeah. with phones, with Amazon, with with everything, everything's like this with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how how long the mask thing will go, but as far as the tension with COVID, yeah, two two three years, no doubt. Like I, I let's not let's so? not sugar. Yeah, for vaccines, for for things that actually work. I mean, I because we, I mean, we're gonna be in a fight. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What what you looking up? The death toll on COVID. Yeah, I don't know. And that too, that that upsets me, man. Because not saying the death toll is, you know, blown up or whether it's, you know, you know, not, um, not the, the right, the right number or anything. It's just that you hate to, you hate to hear that, you know, hospital, hospitals can get incentivized for for having a COVID patient, five million cases. Yeah, and but you but you hate to you hate to see that a lot of a lot of these uh, these business these not not even business you can call them businesses now like all these places can benefit off this you know yeah and like it's just um I don't know it's just not it's okay. not a it's not a good world right now with, for the U S because and I think I told I think I was telling my roommate again like man. I haven't talked with my roommate. Uh, it's hard to be. We're, we're gonna go deep. It's hard to be patriotic in this capitalistic mm-hmm. society. It's hard. It's hard. You can be patriotic. You you can you can, but it's, it's hard as far as having a tight knit, type of country, it really is that because like I said, like we were talking about beauty and the ugly truth of the American people. You you can do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. But you I mean we're not gonna be together? So just cause, just cause of like, you know, this capitalistic society. Cause you, I mean, what was it? Uh, my dad even talked about it. He said something about 
talked about Jordan Dream Team. This is the only thing I know about basketball. You said we're talking about the NBA. This is the only thing I know about basketball. <laughs> what uh, I don't know what happened. I mean, don't butcher me, but uh, apparently, apparently the U.S. kind of sucked at basketball. I think. Oh yeah, prior to the Dream Team years, yes, they yeah. were booty cheeks. Right, 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 right. So what happened? Uh, who did they face that whooped their whooped their ass? I have no idea. God, they, someone whooped their ass, and then what happened was the U.S. was like, no, 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 no. I, no, we're going to whoop your ass now. And they did it for what? How, how long was Dream Team for, to be honest? I don't remember. I mean, that it was for that one year, but, I mean, after that, they still had a solid squad in the year after that. They had a solid squad in the year after that. But oh, the they did league. lose to, in 2004. 2004 Olympics, I believe. Manu Ginobili and, uh, no, I think after the 2000, that's when it came, it started coming down. And 2004, if I remember correctly, Manu Ginobili and Argentina won that year. Thank and then that's when that's when LeBron and or I think it was LeBron, like LeBron and everyone came back in two thousand eight claimed the title again. Oh, 20- so they came back. Yeah. See, this is the thing. It's like you in this world that we live in. It's like we don't ever do anything for the love of our country. Never. No, you never. Can. It was never for that. Is that? Oh, you made us look bad. Mm-hmm. You see where I'm we're going looking with this? bad right you now. You see where I'm going with this though? It's like. With Jordan, with Jordan and everyone in the Dream Team, you got your ass whooped, and then you know the NBA was like, uh, "We produced the best players, and we just got embarrassed." Yeah. So send them there. You know, it was never. It was never about. Oh, I love my country. I'm gonna play for my country. Cause what was it? Um, doesn't Pop? Didn't Pop get mad at uh at um Tony and uh, Manu for playing for their country? I could have sworn I, I saw an so, article or something where he got where he gets cool. mad, uh-huh. where he gets mad because they leave to go and play because it's like oh you don't want your players to go off and get hurt. But uh-huh. what I think their response every time I think I, I read an article somewhere I don't remember, but they they say it's my country of course of course I'm yeah. gonna play. You don't see that here. We do here for the crazy quick, how we do it for the quick buck. I I think it's pretty crazy how. Um, how much like it can show just through playing a sport? I feel like sports in general, um, not only like just display for the country, but I feel like it saves a lot of people's lives. Yeah. It does. So I feel like it just it does for the for the local community. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yes. I believe that for the local community. I think on these these uh, national levels and everything like that, it's just kind of weird. Like yeah. even. Like you know how you know this this whole national you know sitting kneeling for the national anthem and everything mm-hmm. started happening and you know everyone was like on either side about it you know I mean I I personally don't don't care my take don't play the the national anthem mm-hmm. who plays the national anthem at a sporting events to you that's normal to us that's normal right it's mm-hmm. like of course even at our high school games mm-hmm. right we would do that you think they do that in other countries. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm just sorry. I asked the rhetorical, I asked a stupid question. But no, they don't. N- never, never. They you don't, don't play- think so? No, they don't. They did it one year, I think, for soccer. I'm talking about soccer. Okay. And 
at other countries they don't whenever it's like because I know they do it at the World Cup right yeah the World Cup that's two different countries playing against each other okay that's respect okay here oh okay so you're here talking about we're going like local and stuff yeah here we're talking about it's we're talking about Atlanta Falcons playing the New England Patriots and we're gonna do the national anthem okay it's like what's it. going what's going on I think there was a um, there was a game that happened I think about. 20, 20 to 25, somewhere, I don't know, somewhere in the, either in the 90s, early 90s, early 80s, um, two teams, I think it was like a Club World Cup thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're two different teams from two different countries, almost like what's going on right now with uh, the UEFA. Can you imagine if uh, Bayern Munich played the, the Germany national anthem and then PSG played the French national anthem? Oh, okay. You I see, see what you're saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. They did that one year. Like, imagine something like that. They did that one year about somewhere in the 80s or 90s. And it was in it was in one of the home team's country, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the home team... The home team plays the away team's uh, national anthem mm-hmm. first. Well, they cut it right in the middle. They cut it right in the middle. You can go look this up, I think. Um, uh-huh. um, they cut it right in the middle, or they're loud. Yeah. They're not. They're not respecting it, and they cut it off in the middle, and then they play the home teams all the way through. Uh-huh. And it was on live television. It was one of the most disrespectful things I think I'd ever watch. And to think like that, we we do this as a country. And like it doesn't, we, I mean, we didn't even start doing that. We didn't even start doing the national anthem until the fifties, if you look it up, mm-hmm. because of you know we needed patriotism for the. Um, I think there was uh, the whole communist thing. Oh where, yeah, you know, watch out for the commies and things like that. That was the only reason we started this this whole thing. So I mean, if you talking about being patriotic, I, I don't have a problem. I mean, yeah, I can see, I can see that. But in my opinion, I don't have a problem with playing it. But I don't think there should have been that much rage about kneeling um, that there was. Um, if if you were if you were mad about it, I feel like that's dumb because I'm sorry I don't agree with you because Colin yeah. Kaepernick started it and he started it because of pr- police brutality. Yeah. And if I you think- educate yourself and don't be ignorant like yeah. like like people were being. Um. Then you're fine. Yeah. I feel like it's fine to kneel. I feel like it's fine to express yourself. Cause I, it's a, yeah, it's a different form of I, expression. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like he should. I feel like I don't feel like Colin Kaepernick should have been punished the way he's been punished. Because now look, what's what's going on now? Police brutality happened again, and now what's what is um the NFL doing? The NBA doing? Like, they're even taking it all the way to, um... They even took it all to Call of Duty. They took it to Call of Duty. Madden. They took it they to 2K. Call they, on um, Call of Duty, they had a little thing and it said, Black Lives Matter. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah I've seen that, Laura. Everything, I, um, even even in all the soccer games right now, you know, all the European soccer games, I mean... Exactly. They're, they're, they're taking a knee uh, for the first, I think, 10 seconds of the game. And, and then they start playing. That's why I respect Colin Kaepernick. A lot of people don't like him, but I respect him because of what he did... He saw it for a, a bigger a bigger cause than him. It was bigger than him, and he knew it was bigger than him. And he, he learned, to in my eyes, he sacrificed his career. Yeah, I whole I wholeheartedly I wholeheartedly believe that everything that he did was with a great intention. Yeah, and I, and I love that. I think what everyone has a problem with, um, 
whether I mean whether it, whatever your take is on, <laughs> on police brutality or anything, but um, I think whatever what people people that did have a problem with it, or you know the ones that weren't stupid and loud like you know ah, whatever, yeah. um, I think they're just mad just the way that he would answer in public because I th- I think there was an interview where. Um, I think he answered it like his his like I wholeheartedly believe the concept, but I think it was the interview that screwed him. And that's the thing. That's just with media. That's what happens everywhere. Yeah, and and I feel like got their own little thing they want to do. I f- yeah, I feel like the media only showed what they wanted to. They didn't show what yeah. he was trying to display to the country. Yeah, and it's hard for him to display what he means when there's so many media outlets so constantly putting. Um, yeah. Oh, Colin Kaepernick's disrespecting the flag. Colin Kaepernick doesn't respect the troops. He came out and said it himself. It's not about that. It's not about him. It's not about yeah. any of that. And I, that's when, when I think it was 2016 when that happened, 2015. And I told my mom that I agree with what he's doing. And um, I was with, I was with uh, my family. And they were kind of shocked. And I was like, because they, they all thought it was about... Um, the arm, the veterans, and disrespecting the flag. And it, I was like, it, no, just... it wasn't. But for some people, I mean, you gotta understand too. Like for some people, it is. It is that. You know, I get that. And and, and I was like, because that flag is not that. And I don't know. For for some people, it it is just like that. And um, I mean, you can never you can never tell someone who's got armed armed forces or people that are or armed forces and people that have uh family members who were in the army mm-hmm. who died in the army any of the military branches you can't can't go to them and say well you're a racist are you because mm-hmm. they have the reasons it's the same it's the same thing with people that say blue lives matter mm-hmm. i was like how do you tell how do you tell the uh, how do you tell a, a teenage girl whose dad is a policeman mm-hmm. nah nah it, it, yeah he chose that job it, it don't matter Okay. You, you see, like, it's different for different people. And, I guess. And, and, I and, the things get, and the things get lost in translation. And I think that's where people can't, you know, sit down and sit down and talk. You know? Like, me and you are having a great conversation right now about this. But, like, me, like, you can't sit someone down that's already, you know, blasting all over the place. I have this idea. And if you don't agree with my idea, then don't affiliate with me because I affiliate with people who have my ideas because my idea is true i feel like and you you only get one side i don't know that's that's my take on that i don't know this is really weird i feel like people shouldn't um do that i in my opinion i think that just because you believe in something doesn't mean to stop talking to to me or to anyone or to talk to the other side yeah if, if you're if your dad happens to be a policeman and, um, like, and you see the, all like, that ACAP stuff, and, I mean, I, I, I personally don't believe in that stuff, the ACAP stuff, because I do believe that there's good cops out there, I do believe that there's, there's good people, that they want to do right, they yeah. just have, happen to choose the wrong profession, or that the, per, that their profession that they chose is just being like oh, frowned upon. I still think I still think it's. I mean, it's being frowned upon, but I still think. I mean, I agree with people. It is corrupt, cause um, 
I, I feel like they joined it for the right reason. The the it just um like Sometimes. how it's seen is just overpowered because I mean they're gonna they're gonna do it as a group. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying? Do you ever remember? Uh, it's like you, putting stereotypes on athletes. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you, Do you ever remember? I don't know if you did this. I I remember doing this. I was in uh, I was in third grade, and um, the firemen would the firemen would come to the school. Oh yeah, that yeah. ever happened? Yeah, well, we had police officers that would come to the school. Did Did that ever happen with you yeah, too? Yeah. See, that was like a the the thing with police is that it's got to be a community thing the police are supposed to be about like the community mm-hmm. like you're supposed to be embraced by the community it's supposed to be one of those things that you know i i can go i can go down the street and say hi to to you know him mm-hmm. i can go and say hey, like hey how are you doing i can go in and it's been less of a let me you know get to know my community and stuff like that yeah, i mean you see it you see the videos and everything like that people i mean there's no there's no it looks like there's no um, training mm-hmm. whatsoever, no de-escalation, no no sense of of community or or trust within the community. Yeah, and, and that's that's what I feel like it is. Uh, I agree with you on that because there are cops that. I mean, you see it on you see it on Twitter sometimes when the cops are over there playing hoops with like kids at the park and stuff like that. You see yeah. that. That's I feel like that's what it's about. Not not um, what is it um, putting. Or discriminating a race or a minority just because of their color or how they look like. I feel like it's a community. If you chose to be, if you did choose to be a cop, or if you did choose a profession like that, similar to that, you have to understand that you're going to work with people that, or you're going to see people, you're going to deal with people that are not like you, that are not of the same culture. Mm-hmm. And just because you don't like them doesn't mean you shouldn't, you should discriminate them. Because you're about the community. Yeah, you're about the community. Your job you, is the community. Your, 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 your job is to, to protect, take care of the community. Yeah. Protect and take care of the community, not um, corrupt the community. Because if even if you show one one event that displays corruption or discrimination within the community, then that's that's where they're yeah. going to start you, hating you. You, you lose trust. Yeah. You, you lose everything. And that's, I feel like, I feel like... But they don't I feel like, in a sense, that's where the all cops are bastards applies to those people that yeah. are not about the community, that just take it take it out on the minorities because they don't like them. And for what? For what? Yeah. You, I mean, you, 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 did choose, you did choose that profession. Don't get me wrong. You chose the profession, and you have to understand what you got to do and how it should work. And I feel like in the training, somewhere in the training, in their intensive training, it should be instilled into their head that whatever you do or whatever you like or whatever your beliefs, put them behind you. Because right now, as your job, you're you're in a community where there is no uh, discrimination, segregation between the community. It is a community. It is one. It is a whole. You're together. No, 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 no. Um. Your beliefs do not. Uh, I mean, they do not. I mean, I'm not saying they don't apply. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying try to put put them behind you. It's like when they tell us on in the in, like, in it's the almost like, field. It's almost like keep your priorities. Yeah. Like keep that. it. Yes. But uh, it's like in the football field when they tell you, yeah. "Oh, it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you're. You're in a. You're in a team now. You're part of something. Else, yeah. You're, so part, you're part of something, something bigger. bigger. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like they. I feel like those people that are frowned upon, they don't see that because. They're too busy. They're too busy worrying about, um, 
like me, discriminating people. Me and then it's, it's me, like it's really about me. Yeah, it's me, me, me. And that's the thing is, uh, um, I don't know. You talked about training. You you know that they don't. You you're, you're a barber, right? Mm-hmm. You know that they do. Um, they do less. They do less hours than it takes to, to be a barber. barber. Yeah, they do like and that is half half of that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And, and they, that is, I think they renew it like. Probably like once every two years or something like that. That is I heard crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. It it's makes it's no sense. But um you need to just get more training. I honestly I think Intensified. I saw this. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? that I feel- have you seen the interview or whatever with Rogan and uh, Jocko? Um mm-hmm. where he talks about uh the Navy SEALs, their their training's like eighteen months for a six month operation. God. 18 months for a six month operation like it should be it should be the same intensity and the same um type of recall you should you should have it's like uh it's like getting better at math mm-hmm. you you gotta practice every day or you gotta practice every week like if you want to remember if you want to you know if you want to remember and you want to like know how well you're going to be doing like cycle love the job training. love the people if i feel like if yeah. you choose that job but that costs money I feel like if you and choose that job, you should love what you do. And if you don't like what you do and you don't like the things that come along with it, then don't do it. Yeah. That And that's where I can see, oh, um, blue lives don't matter because you chose it. I can see that because they did choose it. Yeah. And they they chose it and I feel like you should respect those rules. Don't just throw them out the window just because you got that badge on now. And, and see, when, when you say they chose that job too, you got to understand that, yeah, you chose, and that's a hard job. It is a very hard it's job. It's a stupid yes. hard job. It's a stupid. Because sometimes hard. you don't know if you're gonna come back and home it, to see your family. Yeah, yeah I see that. It's a, it's a hard job, and uh, the thing is, now we go we go from. We went from dang, you chose that job. That is tough. I respect that. Mm-hmm. To you chose that job. You I, mean, I don't feel bad you, for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see, and it it that there's such a disconnect, and it's. I it, feel bad for those. Those individuals that love their job and are trying, truly trying to make a change yeah. in the community, I feel bad for those people. So I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say all of them are bastards, but I feel that. I mean, the ones that deserve it, they know who they are, and yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the people but in the society they get, know who they, they are. They get protected. They get protected by those police unions and yep. everything like that. Just like teacher unions and stuff. You know, how teacher unions protect bad teachers. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with police unions that protect. Uh, um, bad cops and they can mm-hmm. move from county to county which i mean i'm totally for and when people say def, def, like defund the like i'm for any of those options if they are appropriate case by case does that make sense yeah like because there are there are there are cases where a whole entire police force so the whole entire police department is corrupt you got to cut it off the head and then you dismantle and then you have to rebuild totally understandable dismantle abolish this and then build up but that's a case by case thing. That's not a like everywhere. Let's knock it out. Cause I mean, and I think that everyone's trying to go to the extremes, and then you never hear the you never hear these types of conversations where we can, you know, talk about the real type of solutions. Yeah. You always hear some some thirty second sound bite like you know, fuck the ops and everything mm-hmm. like this, and it's um. No one gets anywhere with that. That just that just gets all these endorphins going, and then you're just like. Yeah, screw this. I'm gonna go to Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's hard. And it's it's very hard. It's a weird. I can't wait for the day things change though. And like I'm I'm waiting for it. Culture I'm, shift. I'm, I'm gonna be there for it. I'm I'm happy that I'm alive right now, so that we can see it and realize it and 
we, experience it. We're the generation. I think I told I told my I told. I don't know if I told my, my girlfriend this. I told someone. We're the generation where we're going to know. Like, we're going to be so full of, of knowledge. Because we have these infinity boxes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But we're going to be so understanding, I think. Because we can look back at this past and be like, okay, look, this is how we got here. I feel like every generation says that. But especially us in the digital age. Especially we, 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 were, we were the generation that before phones... And as the phones arrived, because before, I, I mean, I grew up and I didn't have a phone until like I was 10. No, but we, well, technology was growing while we were well, in yeah. our generation. That's what I mean. I mean, we were using the old school computers with the fat screens and the fat boxes. But we, but we will know so, we will be able to like, we should, I, God, I hope we don't get stupider. And it's kind of looking like that. But um, we'll have so much understanding of what we know is more more uh of different morals we'll have i think we'll start to shift to a little more moralistic type of society mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting because we have a lot of traditionalists right now a little fundamentalist going you know this is how things were this is things work mm-hmm. and um we're gonna be the generation i think that kind of like shifts to be like okay look we see how this worked but i think we can make something a little bit better and then we're gonna set it up for our children yeah. be a little bit better. I I hope that's that is what I hope, and I mean we just got to keep moving in a way to where we can grasp more and understand more and be be whole all around. Don't don't have all this you know rah 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 either side left right. Um, yeah. Let's 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 be whole and be a wholehearted type of person, and uh, I think I feel like this generation or even the generation after us will definitely be like that for sure. And it's going to be interesting to see. Can't wait for it. Yeah. I think we're going to end it right there. Um, it was a great podcast. Uh, first session with my friend Edson. Yeah. What a day to be alive. Yeah, um, I appreciate you uh, inviting me to the first one, man. This is this yeah, is awesome. No problem, bro. It's, it's exciting. It's a, it's a step, uh, I guess, into many steps on the stairs. Um, I want to see how many I can go. You know what I'm saying? You just got to keep going step by step. And you, you, you get it. You get it. And this is... This is nice for the first one, and it was smooth. It was smooth. What a day to be alive for the Rage Club. Um, thank you uh, for listening. I appreciate your time. And if you didn't agree with our opinions, I'm sorry. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Hope next time we can satisfy you. Thank you very much for listening.